Panthers Radio here on the Panthers podcast, looking ahead to the weekend action. And we'll reflect on what we've seen in the past few days and discuss a few other hockey matters as well. Uh, tonight, joined by John O'Bullard and Dan Green in the kitchen. Always in the kitchen. He's scrubbing away well there, isn't he? he really... We can see a pan that you're cooking something there, Green. Isn't it? No, 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 I wish I'm actually washing it up now. Unfortunately, I wish I was still eating. So, Green is going to do a podcast while washing up. This is a first. Um, well, if, if we're going to have to do it before bedtime, then it's going to have to be while I'm doing my chores. Yeah, late one tonight. I wanted to watch the darts and then had some Wi Fi problems, but uh, there you go. Anyway, let, let's get straight into it and, and let's get, get straight into to, to the game on Saturday. John, we'll, we'll touch on the Stephen Anderson interview in a minute, but the, the game against Guildford is on Saturday. It's the last game Panthers won a week or so before Christmas. That was the last time Panthers were able to be at full strength. That Panthers we saw that night is is, and we'll talk about what what Stephen Anderson said in a moment because it relates to it slightly. But that's the blueprint, isn't it? What everybody wants to see. They were solid that night all over the ice, and it just shows what they can do with a full roster. That's not to say there'll be a full roster at the weekend because I don't think there will be. But but that's the blueprint, isn't it? What we saw a few weeks ago against Guildford. Yeah, it's amazing to see what you can do with a full roster like they did that night. They were superb. Shut the Guildford Flames out. Um, scored some great goals as well. I mean, that, that one by Jordan Kelsall to seal it in the third period was an absolute belter. Mm. But yeah, uh, it, and then since then, it's just been, it seems to have been the procession to the treatment room. It would be really, really unlucky with injuries. You know, it, it's like you you have some luck and no luck, and we've had no luck on that regard. And, and that, a crucial time of the season where you've got a lot of games one after the other, it is going to hurt you. And unfortunately, it's really, really hurt us since that game. But yes, you're right. That game showed us how we can play, how good we can be. And if we if we can get back to a full roster, you, you would hope that we could start playing like that again every week. Hesitate when asking this because, oh no, Green is back. For one moment, I just saw a frying pan. But Greener, there are injuries. There's a lot of injuries at the moment. You just feel that the team gets somebody fit. Joe Hazeldine comes back, and then we lose Simon Dupre. Um, there's, there's, it's almost like one in, one out at the moment. And and you know, Panthers are hopeful there may be some good news on the injury front for the weekend. But we'll wait and see. Guys are returning to the ice, but you know, Josh Tetlow, for example. It's back in training on the ice. He's taking part in practices, but will be a bit of time before we see him in a lineup, I think. But Greener, just how how is it? We know you you've played in Panthers, well, not just Panthers sides, all sorts of sides in your career. What's it like when you just constantly have to be playing short bench? I mean, you know, in Panthers, I'm not saying that we're the only team ever to have done it, but it it really can be a grind, can't it? When it when it gets to the extent that you know the other night it was like what. 5D and, and 9 forward, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's a nightmare, really, obviously, for, for Jonathan and the coaching staff at the moment. Like you said, um, against Guildford, you know, to echo Jono's points, that was probably our, you know, in my view, our best performance of the year, the most complete performance. And then ever since then, we, we just haven't had the team. I mean, I know all teams get injuries, but yeah, it seems like, you know, we lose a couple, we get one back, we lose a couple more, we get one back. And you know, we sort of lose that cohesion, you lose that chemistry. Um, 
you know, you, you just can't get the guys together, skating together, playing together, power plays, line chemistry, anything. So, um, and it's not like we've been losing one or two guys. You know, we've had games lately with with four guys missing. Um, and obviously Josh Tetlow, you know, GB International, he's been out for, for a number of weeks now. So, like you said, hopefully we can get a couple back uh, potentially for this weekend. But yeah, I mean, you know, really, we, we need to get them all back as quick as possible and get a full lineup out there. But um, I just feel like Jonathan's hands are tied a bit. You know, you can only do so much. But, you know, whoever goes out there, it's just a case of digging deep, gutting out a result, and hopefully then confidence rises and, and it kind of snowballs. But, yeah, I think obviously while we're down two or three guys, it's it's going to be quite an uphill battle. Just going to stick up for the management here. And, and some people will say, well, of course he's going to because he's speaking on an official podcast. But, you know, I've seen a lot of talk that there's no reinforcements and it's unfair that there's no reinforcements. But just two and a half weeks ago, as we talked about in, in that first question, Panthers were at full strength. You know, they had 20-man roster. They had Joe Hazeldine in for the injured Josh Tetlow. Um, they were at full strength. It's as, as Dan said, it's been one after the other. And, you know, the way I look at it, you know, that's it's two and a half weeks. I mean, teams are always looking. They're always pondering their next move. And I wouldn't be shocked if there was a signing, you know, in the near future, you know, that, that the teams are teams are always looking. So, so Jono, I'm guessing Greener probably didn't hear the Stephen Anderson interview because he's a busy man. But I know you heard it, Jono. Very interesting from Stephen Anderson because... While he admitted that obviously it'd been tough, as we've all talked about, he he came out and said it's a, it's about time we stop feeling sorry for ourselves. And and that first answer was really interesting. And and then obviously the last answer as well, where he spoke about giving something back for the fans who've supported the team through thick and thin. It was it was real honesty from Stephen, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, I, I, to be honest, I wouldn't expect anything less of Stephen Anderson. I mean, got to know him over last season and this. Is it's exactly what you would expect him to say. He, he stands up to be countered, uh, and you know if that, if that's how he feels, you probably you would expect it's what the majority of the locker room feel as well. And I must admit, I, w I was surprised with the way he came out out with it, with the way he says we've got to stop feeling sorry for for, for ourselves, which I think they're, they're probably being a little harsh on themselves. It from from my personal point of view. But if that's how the team team feel, then you know he's going to be honest enough to come out and say that. And you know, I, I think a, a lot of people will be will be pleased to hear that. Very interesting as well that he took personal responsibility. Quite often, people can come out and talk collectively and and not really name themselves. And you think, well, they're probably referring to themselves as well. But Andy came out there and was very much like me included. I'm clutching my stick and I, I need to get better. I was really impressed by that. But it, but it's interesting because, you know, we, we all have conversations, you know, around around the team and he's, he's not the first guy to almost say, I don't want people to feel sorry for us because I want to just start winning games. And I, and I understand that, that sort of thought process. You know, of course, people are going to, you know, you look at the... the people all around the league. And then I say this before, I'm still in awe that this team and staff step back on the arc, but I can tell that now there's a feeling amongst the players that they, they don't want that sympathy. They just want to get on with winning hockey games, however hard it is. But but going back to you, Greener, you're still there working hard, making some casserole, I think, is it, or something? But um, No, no casserole, I wish. Um, 
you know, it, it takes a, a, a great type of character, doesn't it? To, as we're talking about Andy there, to not not only come out and say we need to improve, but admit and say I need to improve as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's obviously um, one of the sort of leaders of the crew. Like Jono said, it's his second year here. And yeah, he's one of those guys. He's kind of a sort of foot soldier type warrior. Um, and I think that's it. You know, obviously things are never going to be the same probably for the whole season. But, you know, you can't just sort of live off of that and just keep using that. You know, guys don't want to do that. They, they want to, you know, get the confidence back, get the bodies back and go out there and pick up some points. And yeah, I think I think it's great, you know, not pointing fingers, coming out and saying it's not acceptable, but that includes me. I'm right at the front. So, you know, hopefully other guys look at that and it will kind of galvanise them. And it just kind of gives the fans a bit of an idea of, you know, how they're feeling. Um, and yeah, hopefully we, we can turn the corner, get, get some bodies back. And, you know, we have put in some good performances over the last couple of weeks. But like you said, at the end of the day, it's all about results and hopefully they can get one over the line, you know, fairly soon here. I think the thing is, Jono, is in previous years, there's probably been standout candidates who perhaps haven't shown the, the form you'd expect of them. You, you look down the rosters and quite, you know, often when a change is made, you'll go, oh, I can understand why that change has been made. But, you know, I think all these players will probably say they're not being consistent enough, but on any given night, it, it's somebody else's night. And obviously a few weeks ago, you know, when, when Panthers were, uh, you know, when they came back, let's say for the first, for the first couple of weekends, when, when they beat Cardiff, got the point against Dundee, came close against Belfast. There was a whole array of scorers in those games. And, and that's continued now in the, you know, it's not just the same guys scoring. Okay. They're not scoring enough. But you can see that there's talent on this roster. It's so frustrating that it's not coming to the fore. But you, you know, you look down the roster and you say, "Well, he's decent. He's decent. He's decent." And and, and some people will laugh because Panthers are sitting in, in ninth place. But I, I do genuinely believe that you look down the roster and and there's there's some exciting things to talk about, which is very different to perhaps where we were 12 months ago. I think for the first time in in a long time, there's a lot of fans invested in this group of players. Uh, it's something I've heard when I've sort of gone for a couple of beers after games with, with a group of friends and there's a lot of people uh, who, around the table where where I go and they're all saying how invested they are in this team uh, and it's easy to see why. They they just don't take a minute off. Everything is left out on the ice. They give 100% effort 100% of the time. And I think that's why the fans are responding to them and backing them and, and giving them all the support that they can because they can see the effort and everything that they are putting into every single shift, uh, regardless of whether we're short-benched or not. They, they are just giving everything for themselves and for the, for the fan base, and you cannot ask for any more than that. Yeah, and I think it's summed up in the fact that they were applauded off the ice against Sheffield and that they were applauded off the ice against Coventry at home. Two losses. And 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 yes, there's obviously some of the uh what they've been through in that in it, but also what they see on the ice. And and I think Panthers fans, you know, don't you know, they they want to see a team that's going to work hard. John, you'll remember the sort of Super League era where they you know, in the old barn where they couldn't win away from home, but they would work their socks yeah. off to win. Had the best home, home record in the Super League that se that final season in the in the 
uh, old barn. We had the best home record in the Super League and the worst away record. I think we won one game away from home, which was yeah. the Newcastle game. Oh no, that was the season. That after. was a year after. Yeah, I know where you're but, going. But, but I think, but I, I think we only won one game away from home all all season, which was London away four one to take us into the Challenge Cup final. But in that, uh, yeah, um, but you, you, it's you know what I mean. You Panthers fans, certain you know the the, the fans that. They appreciate that if they if they see that commitment, they will respond to that, and that's what this well, I, team. I, I always remember in the Super League era, they was when it was introduced onto the ice, um, and it was a, a Gary Moran voiceover, and it was a "Will you please welcome onto the ice the hardest working team in the Super League?" Yeah. And that was like every season we was in the Super League in the old place. That's how we were introduced on, and it was true. They they gave everything, and this team is exactly the same. It's giving absolutely everything they've got. Yeah, yeah, that that that's really it's really interesting to to see the the crowd reaction and it. it's been honestly it's been it's been great to see. I I went on on Sunday backstage before the team went off the ice to get some stuff ready for for the interviews and and then I'm listening and I'm like wow that that's that's long applause for for this team as they're they're coming off the ice and and that's fantastic. Queena, because you're Delia Smith tonight and you've been really busy. I don't know how much you've been paying attention to the to the other scores. Uh, Sheffield have, have won tonight. What was it? Four one, I think, in in Cardiff. Five, five one. one, maybe five one in Cardiff. Um, they they might as well hand it out now, mightn't they? That title. I I think so. Yeah. They just you know, you 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 would you would think Cardiff were you know one of the biggest challenges, if not the biggest. And I think the last two times they've played them, they've beaten them 4 nothing and 5-1. And, yeah, it just seems like they're just brushing everybody aside as there's no one that can hang with them. I think, you know, even last year, Belfast, you think that's, for me, one of the best teams I've ever seen in this league. And, I mean, you know, they still fought tooth and nail to the very last weekend. And, you know, they, they had their, their blips here and there. But, I mean... Yeah, Sheffield are just, it seems like they're in second gear at the moment and just cruising it. I mean, there's always, you know, there's injuries. Things obviously happen. Guys go in slumps. But I, I just think, like, like Jono's been saying, that there's no weaknesses. You know, there's there's just nothing at all weak about that team in any way. You know, hopefully they don't. But, you know, obviously, if, even if they were to lose a couple of players or anything, a few injuries, I still think they've got enough in that squad to get through it. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I wouldn't say definitely all three trophies, but I, I think for the league race, I think even now it would take a massive, a massive downfall for, for them to not get over the line and win that, yeah. Tiano? Yeah, I mean, they're 10 points clear with two games in hand over Cardiff in second, um, Belfast in third. Uh, they've dropped five points all season in 23 games. That, that's ridiculous. They are ridiculously good. Um, yeah. and there's no weakness, no weakness in that lineup whatsoever. They are just far and away the best team in the league, but by a mile. And they, they will, they will win the t unless there is some sort of cataclysmic injury crisis that they can't get out of. Um, they are going to win the league title at an absolute counter. I, I don't think even an injury crisis would, you know, would stop them. I mean, the, the stats are staggering. They have a win percentage of 89%. Mm -hmm. They've got 41 points. I mean, 
Could they get a hundred points? Probably not. I don't uh, g- give me a second. No, they. I mean, what they've got they, left. Thirty. They've got. Yes, they can. Yeah, but they're, they're if prob- they win. They, I don't they, think they, they, they've got 31 games remaining, so they can win 62 more points. Which, if they, if they win every game, they'll finish on 100. Okay, so points. they won't they won't get 100 points, but but that's it's it's phenomenal numbers. They've already scored 97 goals. They've, they've won every single game away from home this season. They haven't lost away from home. They've, that's they've, ridiculous. They've, they've conceded 36 goals, which is half as much as the next closest team, almost. Yeah, half as much. Uh, Belfast. You know what? For, you know, Belfast for having such a dreadful season, they find themselves in in third. Uh, mm. Probably now got a battle with 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 Cardiff for, for second place. Guildford are creeping up though. You know, are, I, I was I was do, doing doing prep for Saturday today, and they've got 13 points out of their last 14 available which has seen them really come up the table. They're 29 points from 24 games. So they're a point behind Belfast, two points behind Cardiff. So w- win that game in hand on both, and they go, they go into second place again. And after the start they had to the season where they couldn't buy a win for the first few games, they've they've been on a really good run. Well, it's, it's still great, isn't it? Because there's, there's seven points between second and, and eighth. And, and Nottingham and Fife a bit further back. But, of course, we've got those games in hand. Yeah, those kind of games in hand have been eroded a bit from where we were a few weeks ago. But we're in a different battle now, and, and that's exciting as well in, in the terms of, like, you know, it, it will now be about, you know, for the Panthers, it, it's it's how they can end the season and a season that's been so traumatic. As I say, the, the, these these fans are going to turn up every week. It's been fantastic, you know, and to get the the backing that they have. Um, to to get through to the end of the season is going to be absolutely fantastic for the Panthers. And and let's hope they can push on and and climb up that table and get a bit of momentum together uh, at some point. But but yeah, Greener, you look looking at that, like as as you we talked about, like Jono just said there, we've seen Guildford. Panthers beat Guildford for 3-0 last time they were here, but then got beaten the, the next night. I mean, that sort of second, third, fourth, those home advantage for the playoffs, let's say, Greener. Long way to go, but they're, they're very much up for grabs. It's it's so close all the way down from second to eighth and then five a bit further field and, and us with the games in hand. Yeah, I think, like you said, there's such a massive cluster, you know, except for Sheffield. Everybody else is so close and, you know, it, it seems to change every few weeks. So, yeah, you know, I, I think for the Panthers, it's just kind of getting that first win, getting people back healthy, and it's just about going on a run, you know. If, if we can, it's not about winning one and then losing three. And it's they've got to get on a run, get some consistently some consistency, and then you know, then you start to get the confidence. Teams are wary of you. We know how good we can be in our rink with our crowd, um, and you just have to go on a bit of a climb. And yeah, if, if we can finish, if we can get into that top four and obviously get home ice for the playoffs. You know, we will have obviously been on a really good run and, and then you have the playoffs to come. And, you know, it, it could be that season that obviously started off so, you know, tragically and awfully and it, and it could end up, you know, having such a big silver lining to it. So, you know, I think the fans still turning out, you know, and, and doing so much is so good. And then hopefully the players can reward them and it can kind of be a, a magical end of the season. I think that's about it. Unless anyone's got anything else to add before we finish. I think we've we've covered most areas. Greener, any more cooking update? 
No, 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 no more cooking tonight. That's it. All, all done. Uh, I saw the the Glasgow Dundee game went to overtime, but I didn't see who won. Uh, Glasgow won on a shoot set. A certain, no Mr. Black, Craig, certain Mr. Craig, I think, with the winning penalty shot. Yeah, he's uh, he started scoring a few, hasn't he? He's, he's started like going up the scoring charts. You know, he's uh, like his dad starts putting them away. That's he's, he's, he's a good he's a good player actually. I, 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 from what I've seen of him, Darren Craighead, he's a very good player. Glasgow in fifth though. After you know they had such a terrible start, and and everyone was calling for a change in in Glasgow, and and then you know nicely mid table, and and they're only four points behind second place Cardiff as well. Anyway, then thanks for thanks for listening on this Panthers pre game podcast. We'll have another one after Saturday after the game against Guildford. But for now. Thanks for listening and we'll speak to you soon.